Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Empire. You have to know your body to play two decades in the NBA. We well, got to think, I, I've crossed two generations of our NBA. You know, when I first came into the league, there was nothing called no management. Uh, when we were in training camp, it was two-a-days <laughs> for 30 days consecutive. That's Jason the Jet Terry, who's the head of athletic performance at Flexit, where being your best is in the palm of your hand. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. Jason Terry has had a long, distinguished career in the NBA, winning a title and surviving for as long as he did. Now he's using his experience to coach and to front a new technology that will help those reach their peak performance and maintain their conditioning. Our guest this week is a longtime NBA veteran, Jason the Jet Terry, who played 19 seasons in the NBA with the Hawks, the Mavericks, the Celtics, the Nets, the Rockets, the Bucks. Won a championship in 2011. Still coaching in basketball with the G League affiliate team of the Nuggets, the Grand Rapids Gold. And is now the first head of athletic performance with Flexit, which is a virtual fitness solution. It's a lot, Jason. Nice to have you here. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. I'll talk about the past with you in a bit, but let's talk about the current, present, and the future. Um, what got you into a virtual fitness solution? Well, you know, as a professional athlete for, for 19 years of my career and having the luxury of a personal trainer, it's just, a, just, a, it's just what it was, it's just a luxury. And to not have that luxury once you retire and you're still trying to be physically fit and healthy, you know, what better platform to have than what Flexit provides. It's, it's a, a great virtual personal training platform that you can do anytime, anywhere in the comfort of your confines of your own home. Especially now in the, the new age of where it's not always comfortable to go to a gym, you know, some of these fitness centers out uh, in public. You know, you can get it right in the confines of your own home, hotel room or apartment or what have you. Uh, and you still get that personal attention, you know, that some of us need to get up off that couch and to get back physically fit. All right. So tell me a little bit about Flexit itself. How does it work? Yeah, Flexit is a uh, digital platform where you can log on uh, once you become a member and you, you kind of sign up and they have over a thousand personal trainers that you kind of select and pick out which personal trainer you're comfortable with. And then they work on your schedule. Uh, so it could be 5 a.m. It could be 8 p.m. Whenever you set up the time for you to get your workout in, you, you log on, it's you and whatever device you're using and your personal training and you guys have a workout that is specifically tailored for you and your goals of fitness. So is this person to person live that these are happening? Yeah. Yep. Live, live right now 
in person, live. And uh, it's a real person that's connecting with you, uh, guiding you and coaching you through your personal workout. Are people doing this in gyms? Are they doing it in their home gyms? What about a, like what kind of equipment requirements are you looking for your users to have? All you need is a laptop or a portable device or a smart TV, iPhone, uh, and you can log on. And, and our model is anytime, anywhere. So it doesn't matter. I mean, you could be at a hotel room in China, uh, somewhere across the water. You could be right there in your, in your own home, in your, in your office, like anywhere. And uh, you, can, you can get your work in. In terms of the equipment used for the exercises, though, what, what are you looking for for users to have? You know, the name is flexible, so it's flexible. I mean, whatever you have, you can use your body weight. Sometimes they, they cater workouts and tailor workouts for that. You may have some uh, home weights that you have already personally, um, or you can be in a full scale uh, type gym and they can, you know, conduct a workout for you there. So uh, it doesn't really matter. It's totally flexible. I mean, obviously it goes without saying for, for you to play for nearly two decades and then, of course, be a college basketball player and a high school basketball player, you clearly took fitness very, very seriously um, throughout your career. Could you kind of share your story of how you maintained your body to play at the level that you did for the length of time that you did? Well, for me, it was all about routine. And, you know, once I kind of got my routine, so to speak, uh, I had to stick to it. I had to be disciplined. But I also had to have, you know, a good support group around me that could push me uh, to make sure they held me accountable as I held myself accountable, uh, which was very important. Um, then you get into the, the nuances of it. Obviously, later in my career, probably about my eighth or ninth year, you know, you start to diet a little different. You know, you're not going to fast food restaurants, you're not eating the fried foods. Uh, you're not eating late at night uh, after about 10 p.m., that type of deal. Um, but I'm not I'm not. A, a super stickler for diet, but diet does play a part of it. Uh, but not only your, your physical health, but your mental health as well. You know, as you become physically fit and you live that type of and maintain that type of lifestyle, it also helps your mental health uh, as well. All right. So what, how do you function as the head of athletic performance? What are your duties with Flexit? Well, my duty is to continue to promote the platform uh, and encourage people to get engaged and be involved. Uh, you know, health and wellness is a lifestyle. It is something that you have to swear by and uh, you have to be disciplined, uh, but you got to believe in it as well. So as the head of athletics here uh, with Flexit, you know, I'm just a big ambassador for the brand. Um, so the goal of the company, are, are you going to try to have partnerships with gyms? Um, are you going to try to have partnerships with equipment companies, Peloton and the like? How do you kind of see the growth of what you guys are doing? I think they're going to expand their technology phase of it. Um, and actually, in the early phases, they were connected to, to a numerous amount of gyms around where they had a technology where you didn't have to have a membership to show up to a 24-hour fitness or a Gold's gym. You would have this uh, flexible technology. You can log on and check in at any gym in America, which you know is good uh, because sometimes you can't find that particular gym you're signed up for gym in america as long as you had the uh, flexit app and uh so it's, it's a great technology and i think they're going to grow it and expand it uh but right now again it's all about virtual personal training um let me get your just general sense that you're following this and you're working still with professional athletes time is a little different now seems like we're rounded third on the pandemic 
Um, do you get a sense that people have an appetite to go back and work out together in gyms? It, it's still a little shaky, man. I mean, I know a lot of people that in my immediate circle and others that they're just still skeptical on going into gyms. Not that going in there is bad. It's just, you know, you just never know. COVID was such a, 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 a shock to everyone. You know, you just weren't mindful of it before. You can just walk in the gym. There's a thousand people in there. You're sweating. You're touching machines. And, and now you, you go in there and it's not as many people, uh, you know, because of the fear of, you know, still coming in contact uh, with, with, with the disease. But uh, for me, like I said, the thing about flexing is you're comfortable, right? And, and, and you get your most work done when you're in your comfort zone. And some people just still aren't comfortable in that, that setting anymore of being in a gym because of, you know, the amount of people that you can come in contact with. All right, let me ask you a couple questions about the future of the NBA, if you don't mind, um, just to kind of lean in on your expertise, having played there for a long time, still coaching um, with an affiliate team of the Denver Nuggets. Um, what's your general sense when you hear the terms load management? What, what does that mean to you these days? Well, you got to think, I, I've across two generations, uh, our NBA. You know, when I first came into the league, there was nothing called load management. Uh, when we were in training camp, it was two a days <laughs> or 30 days consecutive. So there was no thing about load management. I don't even think we knew what that was, but as you know, we got smarter and we wanted to work harder, but we wanted to work smarter and we wanted to give, you know, our guys in the league longevity. Um, you realize that, you know, some of the things we were doing were crazy. Uh, Physically, it wasn't going to – your body wasn't going to be able to hold up as long. Um, and so, you know, we got smarter. I mean, low managing is good to a certain extent. If you have a guy that is injury prone, uh, which some guys are, or, you know, guys that are coming back from injury, uh, then there is good reason to low manage. Now, if you got a completely healthy athlete, then, hey, for me, if I'm healthy and I, I can move and I can function, I'm playing so there was no low management for me. It's not anything that I believed in um, other than if somebody was really actually uh, physically injured. As this does proliferate, though, and we've heard Adam Silver talk a lot about changes that he could see to the NBA with maybe a midseason tournament and playing stuff and all sorts of different types of ways to try to manage a season. What he doesn't talk about is changing the footprint or the length of the season. Um, do you ever get a sense that it would be a good idea to shorten the regular season for the purpose of keeping stars on the court more often? Well, I, I think the league has done a great job in the Players Association of limiting the amount of back-to-backs. Those were very rigorous. Um, the four games and five nights in two or three different cities, that was rigorous on your body. I don't care who you were, what kind of shape you are in, uh, that – is something that the human body should not have to endure. Uh, and, and it takes a toll on you over the lifespan of a, of a season. But for me, 82 games, hey, I did it. And I probably played 90% of the games um, in my career for a 19-year period of time. And it didn't affect me. But everybody's body's different. Hey, I'm 6'2", 185. There's not a lot of pounding on my knees unless I jump in the air and get yeah. hit by Shaq. So, um <laughs> For me, I, I don't mind the 82-game season. I think the fans, you know, they get, get banged for their buck. They get to see their teams fight it out. And as you've seen now, as these races get even tighter down the stretch, 
I mean, it's some great basketball being played out there. And it's not always the usual suspects. Before you said, ah, oh, the West was so dominant and the East was weak. Well, now the, the playing field is level and there's plenty of talent throughout our league. And so I just think the more games they play, the more competitive it is. And uh, we'll see what happens here in the end. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, if you're looking for that extra confidence when it's time to have a little bit of fun, let me tell you about BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service. It delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it comes in chewable form and it's at a fraction of the cost. BlueChew's tablets will help you combat all forms of ED. Plus, it's an online prescription service. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is really simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days, and the best part, all done online. BlueChew's licensed medical providers are going to work with you to find the right ingredient and the strength for your personal subscription. Plus, their tablets are made in the United States. They prepare, they ship direct, and it's so much cheaper than going through a pharmacy. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try BlueChew free when you use our promo code FUTURE, F-U-T-R, at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code FUTURE, F-U-T-R, to receive your first month free. And we thank BlueChew for being a sponsor of this show. How do you kind of view roster building these days. Um, it does appear that the players have taken a lot more power in figuring out where their destinations would be and try to determine where they would like to play and who they'd like to play with. Um, do you sense that this is just what's happening now? Or do you get a sense that roster building is forever changed and will be dictated by the players' desires of where they would like to play? Well, I just think in not only in sports and professional sports, uh, but in life. You know, I encourage all the people I come in contact with, young people, um, even the guys I coach, is that you have to take ownership in your own career, in your own journey. And, you know, to see guys speaking out now on social topics, to see guys uh, kind of speaking out on their career and saying, hey, look, it, it, this is not the situation I thought it was. I want to go somewhere else and try it out. I mean, hey, more power to them. Um, everybody's journey is different and it's easy for someone to sit here and criticize and critique, critique and say, hey, I would have did it this way. Well, you, you couldn't do that, do it that way if it's not you. So, you know, everybody's journey is different, man. And, you know, I, I really applaud these guys because there was one point in time where, you know, players were, were fearful of, you know, speaking out yeah. because they thought it would impact either their, their financial 
ability to earn or, you know, the perception of them to certain people uh, in ownership. So, you know, I applaud these young men. Um, in, in terms of the brands of the teams themselves, though, um, it does appear that the name on the front of the chest is is less and less as important as the name on the back these days. Um, do you think it matters if for the long-term health of the league um, that superstars are changing teams as often as they seemingly are these days? Well, we, we, we can debate that back and forth, but I always think it's a player's league. Without the players, you won't have the teams in the cities. And, it, and it's always been like that. But I will tell you this, as equally as important as it is for the players, is it the fan base? Yeah. Like, I'm from Seattle, diehard Seattle Sonics <laughs> fans. When they won their first championship, and I was born in 77, I was two years old when they won it in 79. So I will tell you this, I was a fan of franchises. Like teams that have longevity, that have championship histories. I was fortunate to play for the Celtics. Uh, obviously, my time with the Mavericks. Like those are certain franchises that will be around forever. They, they'll outlast last the time, right? So um, I think it's, it's, it's a fine line, but it's definitely a player's league. But I'll tell you what, man, there are some great franchises out there that support these players, that support these cities and have great fan bases. And, you know, you do miss the rivalries because that's what we grew up on. But you got to kind of like this new age, man, because you don't know who's going to win the championship. Like, it was, it was always at one point in time it's going to be the Celtics or the Lakers, right? And then the Bulls had their run. But now, man, anybody could win it. And I think that's the intrigue. That's what the fans love. Um, and a lot of these fans are more fans of the players than the team. So you do have a point. Well, since you're coaching, um, let's go full circle here. I think we all know Seattle's going to get a basketball team again. Maybe you could coach the new Sonics and maybe you could convince Kevin Durant to go back and play for the new Sonics to finish his career out there. <laughs> yeah, if that happens uh, while Kevin's still playing at the highest level, then we'd, we'd love to have KD back uh, in a Sonic uniform because that's where it all started for him. Um, definitely a dream come true of mine uh, to go back home and coach. Uh, for a professional franchise, and, and hopefully it'll be the Sonics. Uh, but well, we'll see. I know it was one of Stern's goals uh, before he passed away, and hopefully Adam Silver will figure it out yeah. and try to get the Sonics back home. All right, I'll let you go on this, um, and let's just revisit fitness in general. Uh, the one part of this I didn't touch on with you are kids and youths and youth sports organizations. How do you see something like Flexit? Uh, working with groups like that and, and in general too, what is your message to young people right now as they try to stay healthy? Well, especially now in our, our time and time and age right now where, you know, mental health is very important, but I, I always say it, mental health is, is a direct uh, correlation with uh, physical health and wellness as well. And if you're physically fit and in good shape, then your mind will be as well. And so, for young people, I got I got to say, you got to take care of your body. You got to get out. You got to exercise. You got to be fit. And I think, you know, with our platform, it will engage not only the kids and the parents' relationship. It will bridge that gap. And, uh, man, you, you got to test out the technology. It's, it's phenomenal. And it's very easy uh, to, to operate. Yeah, we can all use a little help. A little push. Doesn't hurt. A little push. So I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Jumping jacks, a little push-ups, yeah. and you, you get through it. 
Yeah, I hear you. Jason the Jet Terry is the head of athletic performance with Flexit. He played 19 years in the NBA, won a championship back in 2011, and he's also coaching a G League affiliate team of the Nuggets, the Grand Rapids Gold. Pleasure talking to you, Jason. Thanks for joining us. You as well. Anytime. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. On the next Future Sport Podcast. The collectible marketplace is heading into territory where the barrier for entry has been lowered. Let, let me share this with you. I'm a traditional collector. I always have been. And I, and I think that that's what, that was one of the things I wanted to bring to the table at Collectible is to say, look, I'm of the, you know, if you want to call it the whatever, traditional, traditional or old school mentality. You're right. Like, do I want to pick up and hold the bat I have on my wall? Yes, I do. That's Joe Orlando, the new president of sports at Collectible, which is leading the new highly popular fractional ownership space. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.